Over these last eight days, Nalayo has laid out this beautiful and comprehensive and detailed and in a way very elegant map of the path of practice, working through all the four satipatthanas of the body, feelings, mind, and of dhammas. And as he suggested, (coughs) as you hear and practice all of the different aspects that were mentioned, you can incorporate them into whatever practice you're doing, or make this sequence itself your own practice, emphasizing either one or several of the exercises that you found particularly helpful at this time. There's a lot of flexibility in how we incorporate and integrate all of these exercises. And it makes for um, a great sense of uh, investigation within ourselves and also a sense of self-reliance. The Buddha laid out all of these teachings and we see for ourselves what works, what, what helps to free our minds. What I'd like to do over these next few days is not to put out another system or series of instructions, but rather simply to share with you some very particular elements or exercises that I've done in my own recent self-retreats that I found interesting and helpful that piqued my own interest and investigation. Many of them come from either the Satipatthana Sutta itself or some other suttas, some of my own inventions. Uh, And so you can just hear and see if (coughs) you feel inspired to experiment with them and practice with them, see if they've been, they would be helpful. And if not, you can note hearing, 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 <laughs> and then let them pass through the great empty open space of your mind. Uh, so today I want to talk about two particular, <coughs> two particular little uh, aspects that we have already been practicing. Uh, <coughs> but perhaps uh, some suggestions for how we can just further explore the teachings that have already been mentioned. There's been a lot of emphasis on embodied mindfulness, whole body awareness, and keeping that whole body awareness in whatever we're doing. 
through all of the different exercises that we've done, can we maintain <coughs> that core whole body awareness? One of the things that was of tremendous help to me in doing this is a line from what Analyo has called the refrain in the Satipatthana Sutta. And it's a line that I had read many, many times. But until I had read it in his first book and he <coughs> kind of emphasized it in a certain way, I just read through it, didn't pay as much attention. As I put it into practice, it had a significant change, a significant effect on my practice. So the line in the refrain, and keep in mind the refrain comes in the sutta after each set of instructions. So the very first time it appears is in the first foundation with reference to the body. <coughs> but it can refer to all the other objects of experience as well. <coughs> so the line says, Be mindful, and then in quotes, it says, it's as if it's a direct quote. There is a body, be mindful, there is a body, to the extent necessary for clear knowing or clear knowledge and continuous mindfulness. So that was the whole sentence. Mindful, quote, there is a body to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness. So because that phrase, there is a body, <coughs> was in quotes, direct speech, as Analia was pointed out in his first book, this is often how the instructions are given in the text the Buddha speaking directly. We can use that phrase, there is a body, almost as a kind of mental label. You know, it's acknowledging. It's that mental acknowledgement, there is a body. Whether in sitting, or standing, or walking. And so in my own experimentation, I just started using that phrase as I was sitting, not as a mantra, not, not continuously, but periodically. There is a body. And it was a way of very effectively letting the mind settle back, reminding the mind of this full body awareness. I was sitting and being with whatever you're doing, whatever particular practice you're doing, periodically, oh, there is a body. And the example of how this worked, it was very, in a way, fortuitous, because I started doing this, continued doing it, while we were building the new dorm. It was very interesting watching the building go up in the various stages of construction. Because as you know, you know, they lay the foundation, and then they frame the building. Right? So when they're framing the building, but before it's enclosed, 
you have the structure of the frame, but you can see through it, right? Because it's not enclosed with the walls yet. <clears throat> and so there would be the frame, there would be the outline of the structure, and yet you could see everything that was going on inside. Well, the phrase, there is a body, is like the frame of the building. Right? If we use it, if we're sitting and just periodically there is a body, creates that sense of open awareness that is still grounded. It's a little more grounded than simply an open choiceless awareness. And yet it's not so narrowly focused on any particular object so that it's excluding other things. There is a body. And then within that larger frame, we become aware of everything that's arising within it. It might be the breath, it might be thoughts, it might be Vedana, it might be the anatomical parts, <laughs> might be the flow of impermanence, all the things that Inalio has mentioned. So I would suggest, if you're interested, <laughs> You can simply play with this phrase and actually repeat it. As I say, not continuously, it's not a mantra, but frequently enough so that you actually are staying connected with this whole body awareness. You're grounding yourself in that frame. And what I found, and many people, as I've been sharing this with people, gotten a lot of good feedback about the usefulness of this, because it's a way of staying centered in whole body awareness. It gives a tool to allow us to actually sustain that particular perspective. The next part of the phrase is equally interesting. Mindful there is a body to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness. Now, in my own mind, I add another word to that, which was not in the translation, but be mindful there is a body just to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness. Because for me, that suggests and is an invitation to investigate how much effort does it take to be aware there is a body? Not much. It's just kind of that settling in, oh, there's a body. Just to the extent necessary for clear knowing. And so we can rest in this, we could say, almost natural awareness there is a body letting go of that striving or over-efforting or trying to get something just to the extent necessary for clear knowing and continuous mindfulness. So we ground ourselves in this framework. There's a body open to whatever else is arising within the frame. Not much effort is required except for the continuous perseverance, the steadiness, the continuity. So it's all contained, right, right in that one 
line of teaching in the sutta. It shows us how we can practice in this very relaxed, open, grounded, continuous way. There's just one other point. <coughs> this is uh, can can be connected with this, but it's a little unrelated, uh, and it has to do with just a slight uh, um, slightly different perspective, perhaps, on <coughs> the recollection of death when we use that meditation, which also I have found extremely and surprisingly transformative. So it's been suggested, you know, with the in-breath, to know or be aware, this may be my last breath, and then relax on the out-breath. There are two levels that we can consider or relate to this breath, to this death recollection. One I call the cognitive level. So we're breathing in and we know, yes, this may be the last breath. And it can arouse this sense of urgency, of energy, wakes us up. Another level that we can bring into it, which, again, I found really helpful, is adding the sense, not only are we aware this may be my last breath, but holding the unspoken question in the mind, how do I want to be with my last breath? Because for me, the aspiration to actually be in the dying process as consciously as possible, hopefully, I mean, it would be fantastically interesting if we could actually track the process. Breathing in, out, 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 in, out, dead. You know, if we could, uh, to, to me, that would be great. <laughs> so, but it will take kind of being interested, really interested, in each, each of those breaths. So when I hold the question in my mind as I'm breathing in, or it can also be used breathing out if we're not using the out-breath at that particular time for relaxation which is its own exercise. If we just add that inner understanding, yes, this may be the last breath, and how do I want to be with it? So, the breath itself, each breath becomes a training for how we would want to be with it if it were our last breath. Does this seem clear? And you can play with it. It's, what I found in doing this was it's not thinking about it. So it's not going through a whole mental 
discursive process, oh, this is my last breath, and how do I want to be with, and I should be calm, and not that. It's just holding that unspoken question, and then in practice, without thought, being with the breath, as if it is our last breath, and how, how are we with it? What I found was that just having that frame created a completely effortless, vivid connection to the breath. It didn't take any proliferation of recollection. It didn't take any particular effort. That very frame, oh yeah, how do I want to be with this last breath? Just immediately the mind was It's as if I were watching my dying process. And so if this is resonating in any way, again, it's just just a slight variation on things we've been doing already. Using there is a body and repeating that periodically during the sitting just to reconnect with that whole body awareness. There's a body as that open, grounded framework in which everything is happening, in which the breath is happening, or the sensations, or the elements. And at those times when you may be working with the death recollection, uh, to bring in this dimension, how do I want to be with my last breath, and then practice being with it in that way. Um, 